Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world-traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. Hello and welcome to Ayers on the Road today. Thank you for joining wherever you are. I like how cheerful Linda is every time she starts off the show. It kind of makes me ready to talk and think and maybe even, you know, learn some things as we try to talk about family and all the joys that come from family. And joy is a big word, isn't it, Linda? Joy means the trials and the hardships as well as all the good times. And man, family just gives you all that stuff all the time. It really really does. And especially at times like this for us, realize how important family is, not only because it's November, but also because I have a dear cousin who's wife just had a massive stroke and heart attack and died in three days and we just stopped we've been visiting them and wow that is really really sad upsetting and worrisome and so on but also um i was just talking to a daughter last night and she said the best thing about this whole thing is how fabulous it is to have a family and that yeah. are gathering around you, caring for you, and that we'll see her again, and that she'll be in good hands wherever she is. So. Well, and there was this 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 grieving man, but his children gathered around him and grandchildren and helping him through it. And boy, there's a lot to think about, Linda. And as as we move into November, this is such a family time, the holiday season, and so on. And all of you, or so many of you who follow us or listen to us, know that Thanksgiving's our favorite holiday. You know, we've always sent Thanksgiving cards instead of Christmas cards. And it's just this time when we begin to really refocus our lives, I think, on what matters most in life. And we've we've been on the road. We've been down in Las Vegas, of all places, where I've been playing in a national tennis tournament. And we on the way back were able to stop and see this good cousin of yours and it's just been a really interesting week and we're glad to be back home and we're glad to be on ours on the road and we're particularly glad to be talking about gratitude and about thanksgiving and to reintroduce our challenge to ourselves to to do a better job in our gratitude journals this year those of your regular listeners have been following along with us for a whole year on trying to approach our gratitude journals from a new and slightly different perspective every single month. And we looked at each other the other night and said, we need to do that again. We need to do even a better job on being thankful and on tying things together. And it reminds us of the very first line in this book of ours, this gratitude journal, this book called Daily Thanks. And it says, gratitude doesn't lead to happiness. Gratitude is happiness in its most obtainable form. I just really believe that. I just think there is a direct and absolute connection between how grateful anyone is and how happy they are. Oh, it is so true. I've felt kind of laden down lately with a lot of responsibilities. Um, 
And will you do this or will you do this? Will you do this? Just lots and lots and lots of things happening in the family and outside the family. And I actually started feeling a little grumpy yesterday, as you know, <laughs> <laughs> and thinking, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't love this. I mean, this is, gosh, I've got so much to do. I've got too much to do. This is crazy. And then I suddenly thought, no, wait. I should be so grateful that I could do this. I the very things we're this. so busy with are the things that are our biggest blessings. Of course, and and it is going to be so fun and interesting to meet a lot of new people, and it'll be so great. As soon as we turn our minds to gratitude and how thankful we are that we, first of all, that we can, but also that we really are excited about doing something for others and for our families and so on, it really changes everything. So let's introduce this to you by reading the introduction to this gratitude journal book. And it'll pull us right into the challenge we want to make to ourselves and to you for the coming year. This is the way it goes. Most people acknowledge the connection between thankfulness and happiness. We take a further step. Gratitude is more than a path to happiness. Gratitude is happiness in its most obtainable form. Almost 40 years ago, we decided to stop sending Thanksgiving cards and start sending Thanksgiving cards. Instead, we just felt that thankfulness was the best way to appreciate the year past and the perfect entree to the Christmas season. I'm not sure, but I think you said we started to start, stop sending Thanksgiving cards and start sending Thanksgiving cards. We stopped stop sending, sending Christmas, Christmas cards. cards. Right, right. right. As we raised our children, we tried to show them the magic and joy of gratitude, and one of our methods was the keeping of gratitude journals. We would start off each year determined to make the journal entry every day, but as the year went on, we became less diligent on the specific daily thankfulness. Then we discovered that by focusing on a different type of gratitude each month, we were able to stay with it and find a fresh thankfulness entry each day for our journals. That's the whole key, is, is doing a little different kind of gratitude every single month. And many of you have tried to do that with us this past year, but we're going to raise it up and do it even better this year, and we hope you'll join us. So we incorporated that idea into this little book, and we hope that each month during the coming year, you will find a new awareness of a different kind of blessings as you record them in your gratitude journal. We hope you'll discover new approaches and perspectives and dimensions to your gratitude, and with them, a deeper, more consistent happiness and a contentment in your inner soul that comes from acknowledging God and acknowledging his blessings and sort of focusing on your gratitude. Now, this we have to be realistic here. Right. And say that we have not done this every single day all year. Yeah, that's why we want to do it again. We, we want a perfect not. And I'm year. Sure, I mean, you know, well, I don't know if we need a perfect year, but, well, but it, does, perfect. it does help. It really does help that we're thinking about this and that we're writing some things down. Uh, and really, it, you know, I love the month about loving obstacles, you know, that yeah, we're yeah. writing down. We have this obstacle in front of us. Now, how can we be thankful for that? I mean, how can we, what did we learn from that? As we, sometimes we had to get through it to realize what we learned from it. Right. But um, 
So there's a whole month of that. This is just an example. Probably many of you have not been doing this. And we have to say that this little book was a creation of our uh, publisher who we had done another book on gratitude and someone got a hold of this and it has been really fun for us too, because they put it in a really obtainable form. There's yeah, yeah, things exactly. that you can actually fill in about. How I'm you glad can. you, I'm glad you flushed that in Linda, because we, we did a book many years ago. That some of you are aware of called um, it was, it was a book essentially called we give thanks. And it actually included the poetry from our Thanksgiving cards for like 40 years and it was just basically a book you read about the nature of gratitude and With what it is, gorgeous and what photography it and all that. Yeah. And and someone, this probably this brilliant publisher of ours says, "Well, let's incorporate those thoughts, but put them in a gratitude journal because people need these gratitude. There's gratitude journals all over the world, but let's do one that's a little different because it incorporates these thoughts, but also." has a different kind of gratitude each month. And, so, and somebody found some gorgeous art, boy. absolutely beautiful art. Yeah, uh, It matches the the quotes. That is really beautiful. And sometimes I've been giving this as gifts. Um, and, you know, you give it as a gift and you don't know what will happen. And every once in a while, somebody comes back and says, I am doing this every day. Like, shoot, you're doing better than you're I am. You're doing better than we are. Um, it has been really a fun book. But to illustrate what you're saying, honey, so so in, in November, it's like a, a normal, like a any gratitude journal, just keep track of, although we give some pointers on how to do that and how to think about it. But in December, it's gratitude and grace. In January, it's gratitude and perspective. In February, it's gratitude and love. In March, it's gratitude and character. In April, it's gratitude and asking, asking God for the things and understanding the other side of prayer, the thanking and the asking. In May, it's about receiving. Then as we go through the year, it gets into gratitude and obstacles, gratitude and opposition, gratitude and challenges, and so on. And so it's like, okay, you've thought about gratitude in one way for a month. Now think of it in a little different way. And the idea is over the course of the year to really get into the deepest kinds of understanding of what gratitude can really be in our lives. And we've, and, and speaking of gratitude, we are grateful to this publisher because we essentially said, look, we want people to have this journal. They can use a notebook. They can use anything. But if they want this journal, we want them to be able to get it for, for the price we get it for. An author, some of you may know, this is in, in a way funny. We can buy our own books for 40% off. <laughs> Isn't that nice of them? Yeah. We write a better book than and then a lot we, of publishers. We can get a book <laughs> at, at, the, at basically the cost of the book, which is 40% off. So, we worked out a deal now with our publisher where those who listen to Iris on the Road, <clears throat> we have a special website devoted to it where you can get it for the same price we can if you need it. But you may not. You may just want to use your own notebook. But that's the challenge is either in this book or in some other form of a gratitude journal. Join us for the year from November to November, from Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving. It really will be fun and exciting. And we do just one time a month talk about this gratitude. Yeah. And it's so, but the to first, kind of keep you up. 
this usually the first week mm-hmm. of the month for on Irish on the road. And this is this uh, publisher is called Familius. It's all about family. And uh, we will uh, in the uh, description. We will you, you can find out in the show notes. Yeah, we'll notes. put it in. But it's just Familius. That's an interesting word. It's easy to spell because it's like it sounds. F A M I L I U S dot com slash ire our name and that'll take you right to this page where you can um get the book for the same cost we can which is less than ten dollars but anyway you may not need the book all what you do need is the idea the commitment to do it every month so here's november where where the real focus is on remembering and what a great focus for the month of november as we enter the holiday season. So let's read you one little intro and then we'll take a break and we'll come back and deep dive into how remembering is tied to gratitude, how those two words work together. Okay, this is called remembrance. There are certain perfect late autumn days that lend themselves to reflection and remembering. The certainty of winter induces fond recall of the longer, warmer days, and the sky spreads wide like a mackerel memory. Its bright scales revealing the reeds of past deeds, the peace of earlier release. As we approach the holiday that is named after the synonym for happiness, the buildup should be about remembering. The year now winding down, we look back and recall how much has been given us and how little we deserve it. That's a part of gratitude, is remembering how much life is given, but also remembering how little we deserve it, because this whole idea of deserving, well, I deserve that blessing, that is the counter, that is the opposite, that is the antithesis of gratitude, because if you think you earn something, if you think you deserve it, then you don't need to be grateful to anyone. You deserve it. You, you just get it. But if we understand that we really don't deserve these blessings, that they are gifts from a loving Heavenly Father, then the kind of gratitude begins to grow within us that really makes a difference. So with that in mind, we're going to take a short break. um, And we hope that you'll stay with us because we have some fun things to discuss in the second half. So we'll be right back. Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. And we're back talking about one of the most important words in the world, gratitude. As we enter November, there's nothing better to think about. What's the synonym for gratitude? Oh. Thanksgiving. There it is. So many. Yeah, but Thanksgiving. And what a wonderful thing that we've got a holiday named after us. You know, it was created by um, Abraham Lincoln, was the first one to say we should have a national holiday for Thanksgiving. We kind of hate the fact that it gets lost between Halloween and Christmas. I went in the store the other day and they were taking down the Halloween things and putting up the Christmas things. And I'm like, wait, wait. Where's the turkeys and the pilgrims? Where's the Thanksgiving stuff? It's not. It doesn't lend itself quite as well to commercialism, other than turkey farmers sell a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But it is such an important holiday. 
So let us let us kind of read you a little more poetry because we we just think poetry can kind of summon some of these feelings that we're all trying to gain in November and during Thanksgiving. Remembering may be the precise opposite of taking for granted. Some say that remembering is the consummate skill because when we remember, we don't have to learn the same facts or the same lessons or the same abilities all over again. When we remember, we return favors and we thank people for small things. When we remember, it makes God bigger and ourselves comfortably, securely smaller. I just love that. I love the idea that remembering the blessings, remembering the year gone by, remembering how we've got through some tough times, remembering who we are and and how much we owe to others and how much we rely on each other and on God just puts us in this humble frame where gratitude starts to really work within us. When we remember moments of joy, the moments are twice felt. And we rem- when we remember error, we're less likely to repeat it. When we remember love, it is nourished and grows. And when we remember peace, we also remember where to find it. We love the word remember. I mean, the scriptures use remember so often, sometimes in triplicate, sometimes remember, remember, remember. And other places in scripture, remember and retain in your remembrance. Right. The greatness of God and your own nothingness. Powerful, powerful scriptural words. It is so powerful. And when we remember gratitude, it overflows, leaving us warmed and filled. We nurture and care for our gratitude by remembering negotiating the curbs and trips of for granted for of take for granted take for granted ne- negotiating and that's an interesting line negotiating the curbs and trips that should relate to you yes right you've been you've tripped a couple <laughs> times lately negotiating the curbs and trips of take for granted that could spill the beauty from the buggy <laughs> <laughs> Um, There are many ways to remember to be grateful. The best one being prayer. Pray oftener and give equal content weight to prayer's two sides, thanking and asking. Remembering is both a bridge and a mirror, showing us where and who we are and who we have become. These are good things to think about as the year winds down and the grace of Christmas ramps up. So we're going to give you a challenge in a minute, but um, Linda, isn't it, isn't it amazing how quickly we forget? I mean, obviously the opposite of remembering. Right. Right. Although it also is sort of taking for granted, but isn't it interesting how often we forget the, the, the things that, that we should be the most grateful for. We, you know, something happens and for a couple of days, I mean, it's an endless mystery to us how sometimes the negatives have more emotion than the positives. We, they last longer. Like, you know, you, you lose something and 
you know, or something goes wrong or you, you fail on something and it dwell, you dwell on it for days, but something goes great and you're like, yeah, it went fine. And you just move on. And, and sometimes we don't, we don't summon as much emotion and as much power. I mean, think of the simplest example of all. You get up in the morning and you're you're sick or you don't feel well or your leg hurts or you've got a a pain somewhere. And, and you really, I mean, you focus on that the whole day. But when you get up and you feel fine, you're like, I feel fine. And you just take, you just move on. Where's the gratitude? How can we somehow balance ourselves so that we feel the good stuff and the gratitude as long and as deeply as we do the worries and the things that aren't good? Isn't that so true? Go back and we're going, let's go back for a minute to the, uh, remembering things we did wrong <laughs> or how we messed up something or um, things that we should have said that we didn't say, I am the queen of that. I just yeah. am so yeah. good at that. <laughs> I just, but you're getting you know better. so well, really I don't know. Some that. days I wonder about it because um, I spent a lot of time like, why didn't I think of this? Or why didn't I, why did it's I a say really this? Interesting example. Yeah. We'll, we'll finish the oh, speech gosh. somewhere and, and we'll feel pretty good about it for a minute. And then Lynn will say, but I should have said this. Oh, why didn't I think of that? Or darn it, did I did I really, uh, I forgot to mention this or acknowledge so-and-so. Yeah, or, and, or did they? Did that hurt somebody's feelings? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. just oh, my horror of all horror. What if I said something that offended someone, you know? And, oh, my and, goodness. I mean, And like, I'm glad you're that way because you're so sensitive and you're so empathetic and you're trying really hard to have everyone be with you and that's a good quality but it's hard to say hey it felt the spirit it was good we're glad we're just happy we're thankful i know it's just but it's it's it is really hard and to this day i said something about a teenager we knew this cute family in our neighborhood and this teenager suddenly his nose just got so huge <laughs> oh, so, i don't remember this one i'll never forget this his and i mentioned it i mentioned it. i was like oh that's just how tal's nose <laughs> and i cannot forget it i am well, so you said bad. That in a speech no to them to the family who's just such a cute boy i loved him so much oh. you talked about his nose for a sec and, I, and then i just went home and thought what was i thinking to say that i mean that's just a silly example but we do do things we fall into things that we regret and if we can just remember that what we have to do is change our minds and just be grateful for what's ahead be grateful that you know that we can repent and that we can go on and do things better so the some our words are coming out instead of you know substitute remembering in a positive way for regret in a negative way right, right. and right. maybe the key to that is the other r word of repenting right and just passing and then moving on and i know? don't know if you feel that way or not but i can still name four or five things that i if i think about it i can remember <laughs> how sad i was that i was so dumb but anyway um it is really a part i think of gratitude i'm just remembering that you make mistakes and you can go on and and do better so let's kind of think about that and then we'll give you a little challenge here but uh, the idea then is that and i i think i really believe this linda that gratitude 
And this, I don't want to say this in a way that diminishes it because gratitude and thankfulness are this big thing. They're, they're sort of a paradigm. They're sort of a way of looking at life. They're a worldview. They're a, a dominant attitude that it can affect everything. So I don't mean to make it small, but, but it is, it, it is also kind of a habit that you can gain. I mean, it's a skill, right? The, the more you focus on gratitude and the more consistent that return to a, a mindset of gratitude is the more it becomes a kind of a way of thinking and, and it becomes habitual, it becomes a good habit. And obviously that's the idea of gratitude journals, which is an old, old idea. People have been doing it for a long, long time. And, and it's, it's, it's actually a very simple idea that if every day you focus for a minute on what you're grateful for, then, and if you write it down, then that begins to affect the way you think. And, and if you do it every day, you come back to it all the time. And, and it really does become a habit, a really, really, really good habit. Because think of what happens when you, when you say to yourself, when you ask yourself the question, what am I really grateful for today? Now, that causes you to think back. Most people do a gratitude journal in the evening because they're thinking through the day, what am I grateful for today? But we know some who do it first thing in the morning. They get up and they want to have that gratitude in their heart the whole day. So they write in their gratitude journal first thing in the morning. And, and some people just do one word, one thing that occurs to them. And others, you know, write a little sentence or a, even a short paragraph on some person they're particularly grateful for, something that happened that they're they're thankful for. And, you know, I love how different people sort of approach it in different ways. But again, it's that habit. And then here's the danger. And this is sort of the reason for this challenge and for this little book that, that we've done on a different kind of gratitude each month. What sometimes happens is you, you get a little stale. And you're, you know, you're trying to, it's kind of like reading the scriptures. I'm going to read the scriptures every day. Some days I don't have much time. I'll just open it up and read three words and close it or whatever. And it becomes perfunctory. It becomes sort of just a, a ritual and not something deeply felt. And that can happen with gratitude journals. Let's see, what am I grateful for today? I've got to hurry because I've got a lot of stuff to do. Let's see, I'm grateful for the dishwasher. And you write something <laughs> down and you're, you're done, you know, and it doesn't really have that profound, deep feeling that you want gratitude. Well, you can't do that every day, all year, but it is really important. I mean, even right now, if you just stop for a minute, what am I grateful for right now? And uh, look at your surroundings, think about your family. It is pretty amazing that you can, you cannot look around without thinking of something you're grateful for. And as we get into it every year, I'm grateful I'm getting over my cough, by the way. <laughs> but you realize that to be really profound, gratitude has to have not only a subject, but an object. And who are you grateful to becomes a really key question. I do think that it's one of those things that um, if we bring it to our remembrance, um, we can do it. But sometimes we just forge forward being angry about something or worried about something without stopping for a minute and saying, what, 
can I be grateful about the, the situation? You know, it really is so helpful. It changes your whole mindset. And obviously, remember the the deep and profound connection between gratitude and prayer, because real gratitude, and some people say, why do I need a gratitude journal? I just pray and thank God every day. And of course, that is the most profound form of gratitude. But writing it down acknowledges it in a new way. So, Anyway, those of you who'd like to do it in the same book we're doing it in, very simple, and we'll put this in the show notes. Just go to familius, F-A-M-I-L-I-U-S dot com slash ire, E-Y-R-E, and it'll just, it's a screen just for you, and it'll just show you how to just enter a coupon code and get get a 60% deal on uh, this little button. But it's again, actually called Daily Daily Thanks. thanks. But again, um, if you have your own journal, that's fine, too. We just want you to follow along with us for the year. And we promise you that every first podcast of every month will share a different and new perspective. They'll kind of like be like a booster shot, freshen it up, make it work for another month for you and keep keep all of our focus on it. So actually for November, um, it, it's obvious that you know Remember. we're spending our time remembering as we gather our families, as we realize how blessed we are. In fact, for us, really, the new year starts in November. <laughs> really, yeah, I mean, because, kind of, I mean, obviously, we do the new gratitude year, year. It is a new year of gratitude. And we hope that you will join us in doing that. So, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. And again, remember that next week we'll be talking a little about grandparenting, which we usually do on the second podcast of the month. Not just for grandparents, but for parents and grandparents who want to form an effective teamwork in raising a three-generation family. So look forward to that. And uh, before we close, I just have to say that Richard Iyer is a wonderful poet. Uh, sometimes people say, "Why don't you say who wrote these poems?" Because you need to give, uh, you need to acknowledge that. And um, the, I want, I'm an aspiring is, poet. I want, he, I want to write. No, poetry. he's a really beautiful poet. And so the things that we read were directly from his heart. And I am so grateful for this man who thinks so clearly, especially about gratitude. Well, I've learned it all from you. Linda, Linda's instinctually <laughs> yeah. grateful. I have to sort of learn it, but that's okay because we can do it together. And we'd like to do it together with you. So thanks for joining us. We hope you'll join us in gratitude this month. And we'll see you next time on Irons on the Road. Bye till then. Bye.